Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Fathomless, D&D podcast set in the world of the Airlock. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Eddie, playing Tibble, Mitch, playing Neris, Johanna, playing Alton, Laura, playing Janice, and Jake, playing Fishman. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the crew of the Polaris uh, faced a threat of the Red Phoenix uh, pirate uh, ship within the Pactless Isles as they traveled through um, and fought them to somewhat of a stalemate, at which point they, they parlayed and an agreement was reached between the two captains that uh, should there come a time, then uh, Therese may be uh, requested to come to the aid of Tibble. Uh, and at that point, everyone returned into place, and the two ships parted ways. Um, so, uh, the rest of the day went uh, pretty, um, ev- like, without any real incident. Um, so unless there's anything anyone wants to do in that evening, uh, I am going to say, uh, Neris, as the quartermaster, can you mark off 20 uh, rations to, um, to account for the crew's food for the day? Um, and anything else you need to adjust down. I think that's about it at this point. And, um, as everyone has their long rest and, uh, their time to wake in the morning, can I get someone, uh, to volunteer to roll me a D... Oh, two people I need to volunteer to roll me a D20. Um, also, do we have to keep watch <laughs> overnight? Um, probably should. Um, That's what the lookouts are for. So you would most likely um, take it in shifts with the junior lookout, um, who I don't have that sheet open, so I forget who that is. I believe it's one of my backup characters. Gibbs <laughs> the, the worst. Taylor Bones. Yeah, Bones. Like, oops. Um, I got a 15. 15? And what was it? It's a D20. Um, a 6. Okay. So, um, this day there's a bit of light rain, um, with the weather. Um, nothing though that's going to cause significant issues. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's not going to be the most pleasant to be out on deck unless you're a fan of being rained on. <laughs> Luckily, I am. Is there anything folks would like to do with this day? So, um, fairly early in the morning, um... Neris 
would have woken up a little bit earlier than most of the the senior staff, um, as he normally does. Um, he gets up, he does a couple of stretches and um, goes into his study and um, grabs Toad the Toad and sort of takes him out on deck for his morning walk. Um, and will then at some stage go and uh, knock on the door to the captain's quarters and request an audience. You will not have to do that as um, as you walk up onto the deck with Toad, um, you will find your captain, Captain Tibble Clover. Um, he is quite joviously... Um, training or practice training on um, a small sack of rice that uh, he has dragged up from the stores. Um, You, having been on this ship for a fair while, would know that Tibble is an obnoxiously um, early riser and very much a morning person. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, Neris will, uh, Neris and Toad then will, um, will sort of just observe from a distance, um, and we'll sort of, Neris will take a bit of a deep breath and walk up to the captain. Good morning, captain. Ah, Neris, me boy. Lad, how are you doing this morning? Well, uh. Actually, that is um, something that I wanted to uh, speak with you about, uh, if possible. I'm, uh, everything is fine. I would just like to have a conversation with you, if we can. I, of course, lad. You know, anytime. Is this a uh, on deck sort of uh, thing, or shall we go to me quarters? <laughs> I would not mind uh, going to your quarters if uh, you are not opposed to the idea. We will be uh, discussing uh, yesterday's incident. Of course. Uh, And will young Toad be joining us? Uh, Well, I don't see any reason why he would not uh, come along. He is uh, incredibly uh, tight-lipped about certain matters, so I would trust him implicitly. Of course. Um, and Tibble would then, uh, from where he stands, um, look up, but in a different direction, so that he is looking at Toad, wherever Toad is. Where are you holding Toad right now? Uh, or is Toad sitting on, like, a shoulder? The or? conversation, it probably would have been on the on the right shoulder. So he just looks slightly to his left. Neris is right. Is that how things work? I don't know. Yes, I think it is. Um, he looks slightly to his left up at Toad and uh, Neris would just hear this coming from Tibble um, as he converses very shortly with Toad and then... Um, uh, Toad responds a little bit and you would hear Tibble just go, oh, 
the mouth on that boy. Lad, you've got to keep him on a leash. Well, we have discussed that if his behaviour does not improve. Hey, wonderful. Well, he knows what he said, and I'm sure he'll think on it and his behaviour forthwith. Isn't that right, Toad? To me quarters, then, lad. Right, of course. Uh, Do you wish for me to bring this rice back to the storage, or do you want it left out on the deck? Don't be silly. We'll go past it on the way. And you see as this small mouse uh, hoists up over his shoulders this bag of rice that is probably like... How big's it? How big's it? Like one kilo sack of rice. It's probably about his size. <laughs> he hoists it up on his shoulders, <laughs> and he um two foot two feet uh meanders beside you, which is when you see him wandering on his bipedals. Um, you can tell that he's in a more casual and relaxed state where if he needs to get somewhere or he's on the go, he's scurrying along on his all fours. Well, Is there I- anything um, anyone else would be... Would anyone else be up? Like, would we pass anyone on our way? Uh Oh, I'll watch in quickly. Janice's would be up on deck because he'd be instructing most of the um, crew that are working there. He probably, like, might be looking like him, like, just, like, doing a combination of either crawling and, like, using, like, his wings to balance his way out. Like, he's looking at, like, the inspecting all the rigging currently and just, like, rechecking some of the knots and everything like that. And when he looks at it, it's like, ah, Captain, Quartermaster, Toad, good, good morning to you all. And Beautiful morning, isn't it, Janice? Janice looks up at the like the, the rain kind of pelting down. He's like, absolutely. This is a this is can only bode well. Oh great Frognesh. Well, have a wonderful morning. Let me know if I you needed anything, of course. Yes. He kind of like flutters, like he like shakes his wings a bit, like, like, like the rain sort of like splatters off a little bit. Probably like a couple of like raindrops pelting onto Nerys, but um artfully missing everyone else. <laughs> As your God blesses you, he they they also bless me. <laughs> As above, so below. Ex- absolutely. Keep up the good work, Janice. Of course. <laughs> he kind of ducks back into what he's doing. And is Alton up, or would Alton uh, not be like, or would Alton be in a place where we're not? He would probably be in the kitchens getting breakfast ready. I'm not sure if the storage room is near the kitchen, so you have to go through it. Yeah, Darby, can we, um, if there is a map, get like the map pasted into the um, Excel oh. doc, <laughs> <laughs> like in a new tab? At some stage, doesn't have to be now. Yeah. <laughs> Is in the uh, for reference. It is in the chat, but obviously I know it can take a bit. To... I believe it's in the chat. It? Yes, it is. Beautiful, um, wonderful uh, listeners at note. home. Um, <laughs> if yeah, this isn't one? edited out, uh, we, our group chat has a lot in there, so I'm not looking for that. Mostly memes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so the 
the uh, the galley and mess is on is down below, um, whereas captain's quarters are on the yeah uh, are basically accessible by the deck um, as our officers' quarters. Um, so it probably also depends on because Alton, as a senior officer, you do your quarters are um, <coughs> are higher up than the than the galley. So depends on whether you're making your way down the galley for the day or not. Uh, yeah, I guess if it's quite early in the day, he could be doing so since it's a bit of a tiring day yesterday. Yeah, so I guess um, he'll just, like, see you going by and be like, Morning, Captain. Is that a bag of rice that you have there? Ah, aye, lad, it is. Was using it for training, you see. We don't, well, we do have dummies, but they're a bit large for uh, casual training for my types. I see... He's just like kind of like trying to like restrain himself and he's like, oh, oh. that's your prerogative to use it as you wish. Uh, Apologies, lad. Should I have uh, consulted you beforehand? I'm not sure what the store's uh, policy no, it's is. Fine. It's just probably not best if it's out in the rain or amongst where anyone can get to it. Um, See no, this, lad? This is why I leave all the cooking up to you and Kara. No knowledge in this in this head of mine for cooking, only for adventuring and fighting and sailing oh. and, well, a few other things, but just not cooking. Of course, of course, yeah. It's uh, not the kind of thing that you need. No, that's okay. I'll, um... Well, uh, if you're on your way down there... Sure. And he just kind of... It shuffles the rice a little bit, and he's like, "Would save me a trip." All right, yes, I'll, I'll take him down then. Excellent. And Alton like looks physically like it, it looks like it, it's a lot harder for him to carry this um, like kilo of rice than it is for tiny little Tibble. Great. I'll just start getting breakfast ready. Don't strain yourself, lad. Uh, if it can be put down, like it's fine. I can always put it back later. But, you know, if it makes it, it makes it. Yes, yes, of course. No, thank you for your consideration. I'll um, get it over. Um, oh, well, uh, you're, you're, all, you're all fine after the battle yesterday. You didn't take too many hits, but... I, I think... Uh, our poor lad here took it worse than I did, but I am uh, a smaller target, so. Absolutely. Well done, Neris. Uh, you come have an appointment with me if you're still, if you're still not feeling well. Thank you. I may do that. I need to have a conversation with you regarding the stores anyway. Of course. I'll be in the kitchen. And he lumbers off with the rice bag. <laughs> Uh, Tibble um, just like nods up to Neris and he's like, good lad that one. Cut from a good cloth. It does appear to be capable. Aye. That's exactly what I want in a man. 
and a woman, any person really, to my culture set. Of course, leads the way. They do that. They 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 wander over to Tibble's quarters. Um, now, I will just note that when we do get to the captain's quarters that he shares with his wife. Um, Kara is not there and Alton will most likely see Kara um, in the kitchens, which she has been there. Um, some of the staff may relay to Alton that she has been there since probably about 3am. Um, yeah. Well, lad, Mikasa Etsukasa. I do speak many languages. That is not one of them. I'm sorry. Ah, um, make yourself at home. Of course. So. I picked that up, that uh, little saying up from some of the pub folk back at uh, the old Isles. Oh, of course, yes. There are many a language to pick up from a uh, lovely pub. Uh, pub, lad. Like a, like a small dog, but bipedal, like myself. Oh, right. Not a pub where one can purchase alcohol. No, though we do have those there, too. Right. Well... Of course. <clears throat> so, to business. Um, I did have a couple of points to uh, bring up with you, if uh, you are so inclined. I am very inclined, lad. <sighs> the first, of course, um, and Neris pulls, rifles through um, sort of a little satchel that he's carrying with him, um, sorts through a couple of notebooks um, and pulls out uh, one of them. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> the parley that w occurred uh, yesterday afternoon uh, for stocks reasons and the like, um, how many pounds of trade goods did we get from that vessel? Well, uh, in exchange for, well, the lovely Captain Thunderbolt not uh, attempting to slaughter the rest of the crew, she wanted the company of myself for that little duration. We shared a drink, and that was that exchange. Um, however, when I did bring up um, the lovely young Lauren uh, and mentioned that perhaps we may keep her for our crew if she was not interested in a trade. Um, a good bargaining tactic. I, I thank you, lad. I thought, what a better value of a resource to have than friends and contacts. So, um, now, 
I want you to hold your excitement here, nurse. I, I think that um, there are not many people on these seas that would be able to say this, but we have a promised favour from Captain Thunderbolt herself. Isn't it marvellous? Oh, a promised favour from a, a pirate. No. I lad. Ah, yes, of course. Those uh, pirates are notorious for keeping their uh, truths. Ah. Especially to other vessels which they have actively boarded in the past. She's a good sort, lad. And oh, plus, we could have been killed. She didn't kill us. No. You all live and breathe. I do actually have uh, a theory as to why we did not die. That is because we had a very valuable prisoner on board Aye. who was incapacitated and we um, held this individual as leverage. No? Aye. Right. For free passage and a new friend. Isn't that wonderful, nurse? I am trying incredibly hard to contain my excitement. So we, in exchange for the pirates who are actively losing the fight to not try to kill us, Aye. you had a drink with their captain. Aye. Which is technically what a parlay is anyway. I just wanted to make sure we were both on the same page here. Okay, so we did not acquire anything except for the incredibly large favor from the uh, notoriously trustworthy captain. And free passage, of course, let us not forget about that. Now, Neris, lad, I can... Well, I can't quite identify what it is. I can sense something in your voice. And I can only guess that it must be just... Overwhelming? Is that an emotion? Is that a feeling? Overwhelmed? I can tell you right now, I am definitely you feeling medium overwhelmed. medium-whelmed? There well, is... A large quantity of whelm. Well, lad. There's nothing to be overwhelmed by. A new friend is a new friend. And safe passage is as valuable as, well, this beautiful vest that I am wearing. By which I mean, usually, pirates like to barter uh, money. And we got it essentially for free. Somebody did, yes. Um, well, uh, uh, that I do hope that the um, favour that was offered does um, come up in the near future, and it is incredibly beneficial. And I would uh, perhaps have need of this book, which I do not need right now. And he'll put it back in his um, well, little satchel bag. On that, lad, did we lose any stores in the skirmish? We did lose some in the way of um, 
uh, weapons, um, some uh, powder uh, cannons. Um, there were some uh, damages to the uh, to our vessel as well. Uh, however, these have, of course, been fixed up uh, post haste by the incredibly talented Bolson. Aye, of course. Tis a shame that we took losses, though. Perhaps when we next meet with Captain Thunderbolt, we'll um, take tally of her losses too and see he, who came out worse and compensate each other. I don't think we need to do that. Um, I was under the impression it was fairly clear. Um, but that is uh, if your prerogative, of course, as Captain. You may um, do so if you so choose. Um on to the second matter, if uh, you wouldn't mind, and this is more of a personal uh, issue. Um, of course, of course no. nothing um, very important, obviously, just a minor. Um, uh, Lad, I would argue that your personal importance uh, weighs a lot more in of its weight in gold than anything you have in that book. There is a lot in this book. Um, Aye. Thank you. But there's a lot in people, too. How can I help? Well, um, <clears throat> you are uh, unparalleled in your ability to command a, um, a fight, both uh, on the seas and on the deck. Um, you are incredibly inspiring to a lot of the crew. Uh, that is obviously a very commendable uh, feat. Not many can lead from the front, as we saw from the incredibly trustworthy captain of the other vessel. Um, I would, if possible, the next time we are in some form of fight, which I do so hope is not for a very long period of time, um, could you not uh, point me out so accurately uh, next time? I um, oh, am not a huge fan of, um, well, getting a lighting rod shoved in my face. I, lad, I'll, I'll be honest with you. That was a great misstep, and you have spoken uh, words of flattery to me that are beyond comprehension uh, for this little brain of mine. Um, I may have to think on them and discuss them with my wife later, see if that's crossing one of her boundaries, but um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I did take a step in the wrong direction there, and... If I'm honest, I likely wouldn't have called a parlay if you weren't damaged so badly. Uh, however, it worked out in our favor, I feel. It was a very good parlay. Made a new friend, an interesting contact. Uh, but I do see your point, and I'm glad that you trust me enough as a captain to not only come to me with the wonderful accomplishes that we've had in gaining a new friend, but <laughs> also to come to me with things that you don't like that I have done and teach me of ways to be better. 
There's nothing more valuable in a leader than knowing when you've fucked up, if you don't mind me language. Oh, I, I do, but it is you do means here or there. Uh, I will work on that too, Pat. I will save any. Um, what's the opposite of criticism, lad? Praise. I will save any praise until after the battle. I'll start taking notes. Not during battle. That would be counterproductive. I'll start taking mental notes. I wish you all the best with that. Uh, thank <laughs> you very much for being so uh, understanding. Um, yes, well, uh, if... Unless you have anything for me, uh, I may need to go and... Um, uh, speak to our medic. I uh, woke up still feeling the tingles from the zaps. Ah, apologies. I do believe that um, Kara also has a balm for the tingles, though I'm not sure if they're the same tingles. I will uh, definitely seek to speak to Zembos. Neris. Lad, I truly appreciate you coming to me with um, with criticisms along with praise. So feel free if there's anything at all you see you see that I've misstepped in. I mean, you might not always be right, and it might be a discussion. But I'd appreciate if you raise them with me. Of course, Captain. if you're comfortable, of course. And if you're not comfortable, uh, Janice is a good second point of call that is similar to me, but just uh, large. Janus uh, has a way of seeing things from a, uh, a different perspective, if you will. Hi, lad. <laughs> Quite so. Well, uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, and I will let you get back to your days. I will seek to, in the coming days, have a list of um, stock and requisitions uh, for you as well. I am hopefully going to have something ready for you in the next couple of days. Oh, uh, Neris, before you leave, actually, yes. um, I'm hoping to have a uh, senior officer's dinner uh, this evening. I'll I'll get us set up in me quarters. Uh, a bit of a pseudo meeting, if you will, to do with the upcoming mission. So, uh, seventeen hundred. That suit. Seventeen hundred would work perfectly. Thank you very much. Hi. Wonderful. Well, thank you, lad. Thank you, Captain. And Neris will walk out. Um, so, is there anything folks are doing throughout the day? Um, so, um, Hishman will probably be spending the majority of his morning in his room, um, and then he'll probably go out and then he'll do his job. Um, so he'll be up in the crow's nest. He'll be checking all of the lines above for Janice. He'll be 
doing that kind of stuff and just keeping a sticky pick out, just keeping to himself. It's All the right. norm. Well, um, as you are doing that, it seems like the most natural time to uh, check for a random encounter as you are in your um, in your journey. So roll me a d20, please. Just a flat roll, no 17? modifiers. 17. Okay, uh, clear sailing. Other than the light rain. Uh, he's fine. He's loving it up the top at the moment if it's still raining. Mm. Right. But yeah, he, he won't get down until... All clear up there, Navigator! <laughs> Yes, everything's quite clear. Everything's quite right. We've got a cruisy sail ahead of us, I think. Yes, well, apart from the light rain, of course. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. It's the others might not, but, yeah, that's their problem. That's true, that's true. I mean, yeah, we're, we're all born with the sea in our veins, but some of us feel it more strongly than, than some of the others, shall we say. I do agree. And besides, I think the lick of shine that a little bit of dew adds to the ship. It's quite nice, actually. I agree. I agree. Makes it a bit difficult for the upkeep along, uh, you know, after a couple of years. But, you know, as long as we all keep everything spick and span, I think it all just adds to the flavour of uh, being on, on the open seas again. Absolutely. And look, I'm a big fan of just taking in the moment. It's nice right now, and that's all I really care about. I agree, actually. Living in the moment is the best possible thing to do. Mm. How's everything down below? All looking pretty good. Um, I've just about finished uh, checking down here. I think it should all be good, so might go and um, see how all the uh, things are going down the, the below deck as well. Um, but yes, no, looking good. I think um, we came off that uh, combat yesterday a lot lighter than I thought we would. Yes, I'm thankful for the parlay. I feel like it was a very good opportunity. Hopefully we made a them, friend, I or at least I'd like to think. Hopefully, yes. What did you make of all that, actually? You seem to have a pretty good mark on the captain. They, like I said, I believe, I, I believe that they are mainly image. Mm. They have a lot of might to put behind that image. But most yes. of the fear they represent and their persona they put off, I believe, is a show. A show. A respectable show, but a show nonetheless. Interesting. Well, there's certainly a lot of mystique around uh, pirates and all that. Not that I'd ever be one, but, you know, um, it's, uh, they do certainly generate a lot of stories. So um, I suppose... I've, of course, heard of Captain Thunderbolt, but uh, it is, was interesting to see her in the flesh, so to speak. Not the... You know what I mean. No, I do know what you mean. I absolutely do. And the fact also is they mentioned that their crew was quite new, yet yes. performed quite well. So it just goes to show how much of a reputation or how much of a large, uh, infamous reputation... Yes, it's what crew come on board your ship. Precisely, precisely. It sounded like a test run of some sort. It makes you wonder what they were planning. If that was true, of course, as well, not all. Image, as you say. Hmm. 
I mean, they are pirates. They can, they do what they want, I guess. I'm sure they might have some grand scheme, but who knows? That's true. Well, as you say, friend, it's good to live in the moment. Who knows what dangers on the horizon? But um, I believe that's for the now, very meaning of being a pirate. It is true, <laughs> of course. Not that we're pirates. So, no, uh, no, would never be. No. There's lines that you have to cross. Yes, precisely. And, you know, as a fellow seafarer of Longstead who's been on many ships such as I, it's, uh, depends on what, when, when you have to cross those lights. But luckily we haven't, so that's good. I was expecting another story. <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, there was once upon a time I was on a, a ship who we were transporting one of the, uh, the kings of Palace, which, was, of course, was quite, um, uh, as you know, I mean, I was once a prince of Palace. I've run away from, um, from that life for when I was but a lad uh, to join the seas, as was, my, was always my uh, dream of a, of a life of adventure. And um, so we're transporting a king. And um, I don't even remember his name at the moment, but it was... Uh, quite a grand affair. I was the personal bodyguard, which again was pretty incredible considering he might have recognised me, but it's okay. I wore a moustache. I know I already have facial hair, but you know, it was a, a different moustache, so I was completely unrecognisable. I was also only 17 at the time. Um, and then we we had those, uh, it was raining a day just like today. And then there was a gathering storm rolling in. And then there was a crack of thunder. And then just like that, a pirate ship crested along the waves. And um, suddenly there were, no, um, like six pirate ships, actually. And, um, you know, it's, they are, uh, so they were just suddenly there. I don't know how we didn't see it. We didn't have a good enough navigator as yourself, of course. And then, um, well, we just, um, so we all set up to go, to go to combat. We were all preparing our weapons. I was there guarding the king, ready for, um, for anything, hoping that my fake moustache wouldn't fall off. And then, you know, um, a second wave, the second thundercrack sort of happened and suddenly gone. They were a mirage. Like you said, pirates, all substance. And no, no substance or talk. You know what I mean. True story, definitely happened. Anyway, I'm going to go check, check down board. And then right. Fishman says to himself, there were six kings and one pirate. I can't follow this. <laughs> Have a wonderful afternoon. I'll see you later. May Shognesh kiss your sails. I... He flies off with a flurry of his wings. <laughs> All right. So, as the, as the day transitions towards afternoon and we get closer uh, as we approach the time for the uh, senior officers meeting, can I get someone else to roll me a d20 for an afternoon <laughs> potential encounter? Um, I'm happy to do that, but was there anything Elton was doing um, in the meantime? Uh, yeah, I just sure. want to know where Elton is. Yeah, yeah, he would have like kind of like set everything up in the kitchen and then kind of just like left it in um, Kara's hands because he still has like, no, I've got to do my second job <laughs> and uh, go and like look for people to um, check up on them to see how they were doing after yesterday. Um. So would Neris have actually come to Alton or would before that or? Um, so Neris definitely would have sought 
Alton out at some stage um, for mainly sort of like uh, stocks and requisition um, because being both medic and cook is fairly important to make sure that you have all the supplies that you need. Absolutely. Um, so he would definitely come to you and pull out the, the same notebook as well that he had um, with the captain. Mm. Um, knock down, uh, jot down every, anything that was required as well as any sort of special orders if Alton had any of those. Um, yeah. Uh, he would also ask for a quick checkup because um, he you know, took a little bit of damage. So naturally, Nurse thinks he's dying. Um, Absolutely. No, Alton would take this very seriously. He'd be like, okay, all right, you, you, you were electrocuted. That's very serious. Let's check your heart. Let's check your eyes. Um, how are your muscles doing? Uh, do you need, do you need pain medication? Like, uh, rate the, rate the pain. Um, it is, I mean, it, it comes and goes, but I'm, uh, I'm worried that I might, um, potentially have to lose part of my hand. Um, I, I immediately put my hand where it, uh, where it hit. And I think there was an aftershock of some description. Um, right. I, I get the little tingles. The, the little tingles. Uh, that, that sounds quite, that sounds quite severe. Uh, can you rate your pain on, um, he pulls out like a little, like embroidered, like little, uh, a bit of fabric that has <laughs> a really, really depressed, sad looking smiley face. And it gets happier and happier until it's got a really happy smiley face. Uh, where would you be on this scale? In, uh, as like generally or. <laughs> uh, um, no, no. In, in, in regards to the pain. Like, uh, oh, um, like really, really, really sad is like, I am basically on the floor. I am basically unable to move because of the pain. Maybe a, um, <clears throat> well, maybe a, a, um, a, 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 a two at the moment, but sometimes it, it might go up to a three or, um, uh, maybe a four. I, um, I rolled over on the wrong side and, um, hit my head on a, uh, um, a big support beam. And I think that really hurt me this morning. Um, but I feel that might have the electricity, the zaps may have messed with the coordination as well. Uh, I have not done that for a while. Normally I go to the left. No, that's, that's, that's a fair consideration. Don't want you, um, there's plenty of things to bump into here. You wouldn't want that have to happen, but I, don't think you're going to need the good stuff, but I can give you a little bit of pain relief uh, medication. Hey, um, can I mix that with rum? No, 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 definitely not. Please do not do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's not good for the body and definitely not with, you know, you don't want your hand to actually fall off, do you? I do not, no. No, so follow the doctor's orders, all right? That sounds like a plan. Good, good, all right. Um, we'll keep an eye on uh, how the 
the tingles are going. Hopefully they'll recover on their own, but we'll just have to wait and see. Of course, I will take detailed notes and let you know. Excellent, excellent. Actually, uh, while, while you're here, uh, did you happen to figure out what we got out of the parlay? Zet. <laughs> um, I'm not enjoying the length of this pause. <laughs> is the embroidered happy sad scale still out? Sure, it's just like kind of holding it down, but yeah. Um, Neris very slowly points to like the sad face. I we. It unfortunately, um, the discussions did not go um, as according to um, what one would assume would be a good plan. What, um, did we somehow end up working for them or something? That would be outrageous. Um, <clears throat> I think that... Uh, Maybe some things that you can bring up with the captain. I'm sure the captain will be um, detailing that in a mission report that will come at some stage. Right. Um, yes. But I am sure that the next um, parley that we undertake will be highly rewarded and the goods that we did receive from this will be beneficial to us all in the long run. I have faith that surely some good will come of this. I see. Well, positive thinking they say can be quite good. I either believe that more than I seems like it. Well, wonderful. I guess I'll go and uh, do my job in the meantime. Hopefully it hasn't changed once I figure out what's up. No, I am sure everything is fine. And again, do let me know if you need any uh, special requisitions uh, for your positions here on this vessel. Of course, I'll. I'll have to think about it. Right. Well, do I need to uh, lie down and have these, or is this? Am I able to um, continue my normal routines? Uh, yeah, probably good to continue as normal. Just if uh, if anything gets worse, take it easy or come see me. I will definitely come and see you as soon as anything goes does go horribly wrong wonderful well have a good, good day mm. you too and he'll get up with his new medication and walk out the door um I'd like to mention throughout the day, um, Tibble would have found each of the senior officers at some point and mentioned the captain's dinner. Um, upon speaking to one of them, perhaps the fishman or even Alton, um, who would point out 
that the captain's quarters themselves, probably not the best um, space for dining when there's um, four big folk uh, amongst that. Um, He would then uh, take it as an early... um, an early dinner and order the rest of the crew to have their dinner at a later time. So at um, like 2100. As a note, an alternative would be, it's not, it's not much bigger. Well, it's about the same size space, but um, it doesn't have the encumbrance of like a bed and a living space. There is the war room across from your, uh, your quarters table. That would work because I can imagine there would be, yeah, yeah, there would be the war table um, and the ability to change that into a more seatable area. So um, upon the suggestion of one of the others, let's say Fishman. Would Fishman be insightful enough to have suggested that, Jake? Um. Well, I can't imagine this is our first first debriefing, so I'm sure we would have had something set up. So he probably wouldn't have come up with the idea, but he probably would have um, suggested, like, why don't we just do what we always do kind of thing. So Cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, either way, um, that, that is what happens, and Tibble goes through each of the um, senior officers. Um, and once that little um, error <laughs> is brought up, he then will go around to each of the senior officers again, um, presumably having gone to Fishman last, and be like, "I yes, there has been a change of location just across the hall to the usual haunt. Don't know why that didn't occur to me in the first place, but, you know. Um, and, yeah, that's what he would do. All right. Can uh, I get that uh, random encounter? Eight was also eight. the role okay. for the yes. random it encounter. Is a, it is a clear afternoon. Yeah. Other than the weather. Wonderful. Um, and aside from that, Tibble just um, spends the rest of the day, unless someone needs him, any of the crew, um needs him he spends it on the deck um navigating not navigating and navigating but doing captain things being the captain (laughs) directing people to steer the boat (laughs) um so uh yeah it's not too long before it reaches uh the time for you to have your officers meeting you all gather in the war room, um, and as is customary for these kinds of occasions, there are seats set around the war room table, um, and food setting all set up. Um, what would, uh, yeah, how would you like to start? Um, so as everyone arrives, Tibble greets them and, um, everyone would know where they would usually sit at these sort of things. It's probably not usual that we would have it as like a, um, 
evening dinner sort of thing. Um, so this is, but it does happen. Um, but you can tell that this is probably like an important mission or that because of the events that have just happened, Tibble wanted to have a more sort of personal and private meeting um, because you would all know that he does prefer to have all of his meals in the evening with all of the crew and mingling amongst all of the crew. Um, and we'll spend different times at different tables in the mess. Um, so for this sort of event to happen, you're like, okay, well, we're going to be discussing like a serious mission. Um, so Tibble would um, encourage you all to take a seat. Uh, his own seat would be on top of the war table um, just because of how most sailing ships are accommodated more for the larger folk. Um, just as, uh, you know, there are obviously sailing ships that are exclusively for the smaller folk, but on a mixed crew ship like this, it's better to accommodate for the larger folk and have um, smaller folk accessibility um, rather than vice versa, because you can't fit the larger folk really in the smaller folks ships. Um, they bump their heads too much. <laughs> um, so Chibble is seated on top of the table um, with his own smaller dining table that is kind of like um like a small esky size or like a small cardboard box size but it's just a table that can get sort of taken on and off as needed um i think during non-dining events it's most likely used so that we can have a smaller map over top of like a planning map or um have some form of elevated notes or somewhere to put um other things that are relevant so it does have multiple uses but um Tibble is sitting up there um he's also set another little folk table and as Everyone sits down. He um, does say, thank you all for coming. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedules and uh, coming to this meeting. Now, uh, I do have to ask before we begin, and it is completely fine if not. Kara uh, will be bringing us our meals this evening. Um does anyone have any objections to her sitting in once the meals have been bought? Not for the strategic purposes, but just so she can, so I can have a meal with my wife, really. However, I completely understand objections. This is an official senior officer's uh, meeting. Jonas look, looks cheerful, but he looks at Nero's. Um, <clears throat> Neris does sort of blink a couple of times and twitch his nose a little bit. Um, but he does shake his head. No As problem if, with it. No, he doesn't. Um, the fisherman will put an index finger on the end of his nose and sort of gesture it away from his nose and point it outwards, um, saying, I don't mind. 
I think it's wonderful to spend extra time with your wife. It's up to you, Captain. Yes, but it isn't just up to me, lad. This is a, uh, well, the table's square, but a round table of sorts. Well, rectangle, really. What I'm saying is, uh, I appreciate you all as senior officers and would prefer to have your input rather than not. So if there is ever something that makes you uncomfortable, like my wife sitting in on a senior officers meeting, um, that is fine. I'm not going to take it to heart. I will see her later on this evening and most likely would have relayed everything anyway. It's just cuts out the middleman, you know? Oh, I do know. I know you would, Janice. Yes, oh, you don't, you. <laughs> you really are living the dream, Captain, sailing the seas with your lovely wife. I. Maybe you can convince Anna and the kids to join us next time. Though oh, that would be wonderful. It is a bit dangerous for we folk. Yes. How old are your kids again? Oh, well, you know, oh, well, um, well, uh, so Bob's only about two. Uh, Stacy is about, uh, she's three. Yes, that's right. Uh, Michaela is uh, five. Uh, Nic- Nicola is uh, seven. And uh, Abby is eight. And then and, and that's all of them. Yes. Well, you've you. got a you've got a growing little team of senior officers amongst oh absolutely your, a full uh, expanding show, crew <laughs> <laughs> yes we're thinking of Tiber for the next one oh, wonderful name yes anyway wives aside we should uh, perhaps get down to business um if if y'all are happy to get into it before the meals come out course. Wonderful. Well, I have debriefed with some of you, and by that I mean with Neris, and um, well, two of you were present, but first point of order, we should speak about what happened yesterday. I don't know what that was, apologies. Yesterday. (laughs) And our little encounter with the Red Phoenix. So, uh, as you would all be aware, we did participate in a parlay. Um, a rather successful one, if, if, I, uh, if I do say so myself. Um, that's, uh, well, we got to meet the dreaded Captain Thunderbolt herself. Um, not so dreaded. Lovely lass. Uh, Quite accommodating, really. Didn't poison us, which, you know, I thought she might have poisoned the wine. I was surprised the sorts. yes. Yes, but um, she didn't, and we had a lovely drink and some lovely conversation. She said she found me interesting, which is... I don't quite know whether it's racist, <laughs> but... Nonetheless, I'm sure she hasn't met many of my folks, so it's fine for us to be interesting. Alas, uh, we did have our um, little parlay conversation and negotiations um, in exchange for uh, our free passage. Um, myself, Janice, and our fish lad over there, the fish man, um, all partook in lovely conversation and wine. Uh, 
which was quite pleasant. That was what she wanted in exchange for our free passage, which I think was quite a fair bargain, if you ask me. Then on the subject of dear young Lorraine, um, well, she would have been a valuable asset to our team. I've met her many a times before. She's a lovely lass, though a pirate, apparently, which is intriguing. Uh, she did... Um, she did want Lorraine back, which is fair enough. We do have quite the fine navigator uh, in our crew, if I do say so myself. But, um, of course, as your captain, I was not willing to just let her go for free. So I am very happy to announce that, um, well, Captain Thunderbolt, the fearsome pirate herself, has offered us favor. Isn't that exciting? Just in the background. Elton just kind of looks at um, Neris with raised eyebrows. Neris is staring at Elton throughout this entire conversation. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, what, it, what exactly is uh, a favor? Is, uh, is it like a full a full partnership or something? A wee business of a sort. Uh, well, she's agreed not to sink us um, or board us next time. And I explained to her that we may one day, someday soon, be in a position where the assistance of a feared pirate captain such as herself and her crew may, uh, well be pretty advantageous to us. And I dare say we are most likely the only vessel on all of the seas who can boast as to having this particular asset. Though I don't know whether posting about it would be the smartest idea at this stage. So keep it to the crew. Um, and, well, Janice, just make sure Anna and the young ones keep their lips uh, if you pass it on that way. Oh, of course. No, don't worry. We've As I'm sure you're inclined. Secrets. You know yes. how it is. Aye, of course, with your... Uh... Well, friend, no. What would the correct terminology be, Janice, for describing your transformation? I don't want to call it a condition. That makes it sound oh, incorrect. Yes. No, uh, yes, just when my form changes, yes. Aye, you're changing of forms, as yes. beautiful as it be. Ah, you become quite fearsome and handsome, if I do say so myself. I'm oh, sure my wife wouldn't much. mind me saying so. Oh, no, no, there's nothing wrong with appreciating, you know, the fine visage of another man. Not um, in that way, obviously, but, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that offer as well, not as if on cue, um, Kara um, enters probably in the tail end of that. Um, and she rolls her eyes heavily. She's carrying like two trays of like food. She probably has a few um, crew members that are carrying um, the rest of it because she is um, three feet tall <laughs> um, and not as strong as uh, Tibble. Um and so anyone who would have seen her enter would see her roll her eyes and shake her head. Um, 
she doesn't look like pissed off, but she does look just exasperated with her husband. Um, I will also note Alton and Fishman. You do notice through the uh, through the porthole that um, the light outside or outside the uh, the wind and the rain seems to pick up a little bit, and there's a sort of uh, Mix of uh, kind of pink and cyan uh, light to the atmosphere. Uh, <coughs> Captain. Hey, lad. I- Do you also wish to discuss appreciating the form of another man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is quite the admirable trait to have. Thank you. And do do you have all the traits of a shark? Janice, like, looks... Uh, well, some of the things that are true about sharks are also true for me, yes. It's quite, huh. I, hang on. <clears throat> I do apologise. Um, I... I would like to ask, perhaps we make this quick, or perhaps I could duck out for just a second. Of course, you may have your leave. Um, I was just about to get to our next mission, which is quite important. Shall we take maybe a five-minute break, recess? (laughs) It's not that I've particularly been taking tabs, but the... From what I can see outside, it's not anything like it was before. Clear skies, little bit of rain. It now seems to be changing colours and the weather is picking up. I would like to get a better look at it. Yeah, there's some weird shit going on out there. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) Hey, of course. um, I mean, our meals were just served and my wife has slaved away, but... Sailing the boat is more important. You are correct. Um, Cara, dear, I apologize. He kind of, um, uh, Cara, who's um, stepped up, because there would have been like a little step ladder thing, um, stepped up onto the table and taken her seat. Um, she just kind of waves it off um, and signs a few things. Uh, those of you who are present um, who understand sign um would understand her to say don't be an idiot um go take care of the ship <laughs> um and yeah um fishman will probably lead the way out um and say um <clears throat> i've been around long to know i know been around long enough to know that the sea is very unpredictable and the smallest change can usually be in a sign for something quite large um, and as he comes out, he'll like face Kara and like put a fist up onto his chest and rotate it counterclockwise and kind of grit his teeth in kind of like a regrettable, compassionate sort of way as he like backs out. She um, has a very warm smile um, to that and signs thank you and then the sign that she has for your name. And as following him and tries very hard to kind of like he he's like oh he kind of like just starts from like oh that's right and then kind of like turns and tries to do the same kind of like hand movement but it's just not great the tone is not good 
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> Kari um, laughs to herself a little bit. Um, and um, Tibble uh, would also just be like, I'm sure it's lovely, love. Um, we'll get to it, hopefully. And just like goes up on his tippy toes and kisses her cheek and then scurries down. <laughs> Fucks off. So, uh, as you step out onto the deck, uh, can I get everyone to roll me a perception check, please? Um, Neris has not quite gotten out onto the deck yet. Okay. So, would you like him to roll at disadvantage or not at all? Uh, yeah, roll at disadvantage. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay. Great for your bat- for your um. <laughs> Your boat's the brain wave. just goes directly into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, it looks immediately up. Oh, mm, mm. is it <laughs> no. perception? Perception, yes. Yeah, uh, fifteen for Tibble. Fifteen. Okay. Check out the sky. Oh, ah. <laughs> fourteen for Alton. Fourteen for Alton. Fishman. Uh, if Fishman can, he'd like to get like a height advantage. So he, if he can make his way up to the crow's nest and he rolled his passive, which is 18. 18. Okay. Uh, and Neris, what did you get? In the- um, so Neris has, uh, instead of looked at the porthole, has looked back at the table and just grabbed like a little slice of bread. And it's just sort of <laughs> chewing on that. And he takes a little bit of a look outside and he gets a 10. Okay. Um, so with that, uh, so Kibble, uh, Fishman, and Alphen, you notice that there's a strangeness to the wind. Um, is the best way to describe it. Um, Fishman, there's something sort of familiar to this, um, almost elemental in nature. Um, other than that, it's a bit hard to really uh, understand, but um, you are currently within, um, and there's no real way of avoiding it, so not like um, the crew have done anything wrong, but uh, a sort of, best way of explaining it, some sort of strange, almost arcane seeming storm that you have uh, found yourselves in. Uh, you were right to bring us out. This, um, this doesn't appear to be the most normal storm. Um, just quickly, at that point, Fishman will ring a bell, because there's probably a bell up there. Yep. Um, and he'll yell out, uh, Magical storm! Magical storm! And as you do that, um, one, your, especially with the call, your junior officers come to deck. Um, but also, uh, some sections of wind start to pick up and a bolt of lightning strikes down in the middle of the ship, not doing any damage, but, um, remaining there, almost like a sort of living sentient lightning bolt 
um, as there are there is a lightning elemental and two air elementals that have uh, made themselves present on the deck. Um, and the tingles. <laughs> All right. Um, can I get everyone to roll for initiative, please? Okay. So um, almost as if it was uh, metaphorically apt. The lightning bolt uh, elemental one initiative um, and is going to go for what other crew would already be out here where they be. We would have our other look out. Um, uh, so what? Um, so the lightning bolt is going to go for, um, I'm going to start by going for, uh, who was, who was first out of the, of the uh, probably Fishman, probably Fishman, uh, followed by, I think Janice was probably Janice. next yeah. and then Tibble and then Alton. Okay. Um, so in that case, with Nera still enjoying um, a meal with Kara, yeah, is uh, probably uh, chatting away to him in sign. Um, they're probably having a pleasant conversation. <laughs> it was a pleasant yeah. conversation right up until someone said something, something arcane storm, and now Neris is <laughs> not okay. <laughs> in that case, uh, Janice, go for first. Um, Let it. <laughs> um, and it is going to that block. Um, so it is going to do. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna do its um big. Uh, gonna do its big thing to start with. So can you roll me? Oh, actually. Yeah, no, it's just going to do a standard thing. So it's going to make two strikes against you. First okay. one uh, is a 11 to hit. Doesn't hit. The second is a 12. Also doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next is Tipple's go. Um, wonderful. So, Tibble, um, he's going to scurry around. Um, is he able to get so that he is, um, flanking with Janice? Um, what? Uh, yes, you can. Beautiful. Wonderful. What I love to hear. Um, so... He is going to, um, so he's going to expend one of his superiority dice to make a commander's strike. Um, so he, um, scudders, so he is, um, 
flanking the elemental with Janus after it attacks Janus and um, he calls out, Hi, Janus, with me. And um, they are going to attack at the same time. So essentially, um, Tibble mechanically is giving up one of his attacks so that Janus can attack now with him. That's really um, cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, Darby, but um, Janice would also get advantage from this. Uh, yes. yes. Um, wonderful. Um, also, I have to roll my superiority dice and Janice adds that to his damage if he hits. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll let you know what that is. Um... Just of so note, that's an that additional does, three. Yeah. Just of note, that does use your reaction, um, but I don't think there's going to be much other need for your reaction for your turn. Does it? It doesn't say yeah. anything in here saying it does. Um, that they can use their reaction to take an attack. No, because I give up my bonus action to do it. Oh. My reaction? I gave up my Janus. bonus yeah. action. Oh, my, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Janus, Janus is Janus reaction. Uses okay, that's okay. cool. Yeah. Awesome, good to know. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. That's all um, good. That's fine as long as that's fine with Janice. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, and if it's not too bad, I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excellent. So, Tibble is... I'll do Tibble's attack first, and then um, Janice is yours. Even though they're at the same time. Um so that would be 22 to hit 22 and it was um one-handed if that matters uh it does only for your damage dice a long sword yeah yeah no i just mean if it matters for me to announce that to you (laughs) um so that would be a 12 points of damage with the star sea cutlass Darcy and Cutlass, magical damage. And Janice. And sort of as Tibble calls um, Janice, like clocks where Tibble is and kind of like just immediately kind of like changes his stance. Um, and he was um, he was already holding like his the wave rudder glaive that he has, so it's the the really big glaive that you've seen his character on. Um, and um, he kind of adjusts the the hold of it almost immediately and just kind of like butts um, the lightning bolt at the same time with his um, uh, with with like the the end of it, which is still very pointy. Um, Okay, so an advantage. Um, cool. So at an advantage, it's an eighteen plus an eight. So I definitely think I was going to hit. Definitely. <laughs> um, so it's a two, ten plus five. Oh, cool. I ruled a ten. Awesome. So fifteen points of damage. Uh, he's Is not that including act- the plus three? From oh the no! Guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> eighteen points of damage. Um, as you just like jab straight into it. Yeah, this uh, living lightning already uh, shaky. Good move, um, Captain. Like Everyone, pull in. Off of it. Um, then it is uh, the air elemental go. Um, so given it of them, um, first one, I think, closing on Alton. And... Um, 
I'm sorry, Alton, but it's going to go into your space and use a... Uh, so you are surrounded by this whipping wind. Uh, and it uh, uses um, whirlwind ability. I get you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a strength saving Oh, no, I couldn't be dex. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I rolled really bad. Um, That's an eight. Oh. Okay, so uh, you will take from that um, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, Yikes. And can you roll me a d8? Yeah. Uh, two. Two. Okay, so you are flung into stairs. Um, and end up Brian, Brian. Um, not really ideal. Thank you about it. <laughs> um, and oh, uh, you did hit the banisters there, so you do take an additional one point of bludgeoning damage. Um. Alright, uh, that is your go though. Uh, no, that is its go, not your go. Uh, your go is yet to occur. Um, the other air elemental is gonna... Hmm. You know what, it's gonna ascend and go, uh... Yeah, it's gonna ascend and go for Fishman. And... Fishman is gonna try to do the same to you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so can I Not with a save of nine. <laughs> so can you roll me a d8, please? Whoops. Um, yeah, sure. Um, a one. A one. Okay, so you are flown onto the, like, top uh, of the ship. Um, at the front of the ship, and um, you take uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage as you make impact. Um, Alright. Um, okay. And next is your go. You are right by the ballista. <laughs> oh. Uh... The little rundown for Ballista, please, Darby. Okay, so... Um, so this is... And it is in the Polaris statistics uh, mm-hmm. of the spreadsheet. Um, so it does... Uh, it is a plus six to hit. Um, with a range of 120 feet or 480 feet. Targets one target and does 3d10 non-magical bludgeoning damage. Does it pierce? Uh, no. Bludgeoning damage. Sorry, not, not not so much like piercing damage, but would it pierce through a wind elemental is what I'm asking. Uh, you might have knowledge of this, so I'll let you roll an arcana check. Sure. 19. 19. So, um, it'll do a bit. 
It wouldn't be as effective as something more corporeal, but it would do some uh, damage. Um, he'll probably take his chances with something else. Um, so he will... Is there like a nook he can get himself into? Somewhere where he gets like like some really good like footing, maybe rest his back against something. Uh, you could get right up to the edge of the ship and rest your back against uh, against the railing. That's about cool. it. He'll do that, and he'll then uh, use a bonus action. Um, so his bonus action, he's going to use that to activate uh, Planar Warrior. Yeah. Um, so he should still be within 30 feet of that uh, air elemental, fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is now his target, and now he's going to attempt to take an attack. So All right. with his crossbow. Roll to hit. Fingers crossed. Uh, that's the 10. 10? Uh, that does not hit. Do mm. I believe have a second attack? I do, yeah. I'm just con- contemplating other things. So his second one is a 23 to hit. That certainly hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a couple of things happen now. First off, he takes 10... Force damage and now. Force damage because it's no longer piercing. Yeah. Um. I believe. Let me just double check if that is magical. No, it's just force. Yeah. Um. And well, force force is magical. Yeah. There you by go. Definition. That that's what I was hoping for. And I roll an extra one d eight, which I rolled eight, so they take a total of eighteen force right. damage. Um, nice. Excellente. And that's everything you can do right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Janice. Um, awesome. So Janice is like, nice spotting, nice spotting, Captain. Uh, Fishman, are you all right? Alton, how are you doing? Florid, come in here closer. Come on, everyone, crew. Disperse or come at the ready. People who are... We've got an arcane storm on our hands, and he kind of like blows like a little whistle that's around his neck a couple of times. Um, and if the others call out to him, he will listen to that. But otherwise, he starts to just like start sparking as much as the um, electrical elemental as he just his like mouth curves into a wicked grin, um, and like the storm kind of like whips up around him, and um, he goes into a rage as a bonus action. Um, so. He is going to... Uh, hang on. I'm just going to double check. My, oh, 10-foot aura. Uh, do I have... The only thing that's close to me that's within 10 feet that's an enemy is the lightning elemental, isn't it? Um, yeah. The, the oh. other... The I assume it's immune, but anyway, that would be three points of lightning damage. Yeah, um, I mean, Tibble is... Yeah. Tibble's not an enemy, though. I get to choose. <laughs> Tibble's also... No, Tibble is technically just out of the 10-foot. Because uh, oh, well, he's, <laughs> no, he's too no, short. No, because there's a there's a large lightning bolt, uh, sentient lightning bolt, in the way. It's all right, Tibble. I like to keep oh, my perfect. enemies far, far away. So you're you're not you're <laughs> but a comrade to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the storm whips up around him, um, and he um, 
yeah, as the calls out to check if Fishman and Alton are okay, he again is going to stab into this electrical elemental um, with his uh, glaive. Um, yep. So that's a... Oh, I should roll to hit, shouldn't I? Um, so that's a 19 to hit. Certainly hits. Awesome. So it's a D10. So that's... Um, cool, it's a 7. So 12 points of damage. Uh, slashing damage, I believe it is. It is a yep. magical weapon, I believe, yes. as well. He's just not going to do the extra magical thing it can do because no reason. <laughs> and that ends his turn. All right. Uh, next is Alton. Oh, ow. Great. As a free action, he um, puts his hat and glasses back on um, and then he stands up with half of his movement. Uh, am I, are we, am I like at the opposite side of the ship to Fishman? Uh, no, you're on the same side. Oh, we're close by. Yeah. Uh, excellent. In that case, um, can I go for any healing without making an attack of opportunity? Um, Not one thing that. I will quickly add, sorry. Um, he, you would also see that he's being very particular with how he's placing his limbs and back up against the railing and such as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're just within range to move toward, to get to him, um, with your movement, but, uh, you would get an attack opportunity from the air elemental. Okay. Um, well, if he's looking a bit bad, I will take the attack of opportunity. All right. I'm like, Uh, all right, he's got some bandaging. All right. Uh, that's... Probably gonna hit at a uh, at a twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. Um so that's oh, I rolled bad. So twelve points of bludgeoning damage you take from this slam attack. Um but you do manage to get to Fishman. Yeah, so he reaches Fishman, kinda of shakes his head. And then it's like, all right, all right, let's get you bandaged up. Quickly uh, bandages up any uh, injuries. It's like, all right, you got this. Uh, that's a uh, 10 HP for Fishman. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And then he will go and hide behind Fishman. All right. Uh, somewhat easy to do from this point. Um, all right. So... Uh, next is, uh, from inside, Neris. Uh, yeah. So Neris is going to, um, go open up the door and just be like, oh, absolutely not, and close the door again. Um, he'll take (laughs) just sort of, like, a couple of deep breaths and then kind of, like, open the door about halfway again and just kind of look out. Um... He would like to look at everything, uh, <laughs> mainly the lightning elemental, because, you know, the foreshadowing is real. And as a creature of foreshadowing, Neris is nervous. Um, can he, like, identify where these creatures may have come from or what they're, if they have a purpose? Uh, is I- there part of a bigger plan here or you can does roll it just me an arcana check? Yeah, like? stance. 
I would like. Oh, uh, a twelve. Um, you've heard of places where, like, there's sort of uh, bleeding of the planes, weird magical effects. Um, this could be that. Um, you're not really sure. Okay. Um, then he will quickly survey the uh, the floor plan, um, looking at specifically uh, Alton. Going if in Neris's mind, he goes if Alton is going to take any hits, then I'm going to try and do something about that. Um, but if that thing pointing, just talking to himself and pointing out the lightning elemental goes to attack me it's really gonna hurt <laughs> um, that's all he does that is his Neris, as he's saying that he probably um, feels like a paw touch his leg um, and if he looks down he'll see Kara looking up at him um, and she's got this sort of worried but mostly caring look on her face um and she just signs up to him you don't have to go out um Neris will look down with a very understanding smile and say oh I have no intention of going out and signing as well (laughs) he is staying right where he is and that is his entire turn she smiles and like pats his knee (laughs) All right. Uh, and as the remainder of the senior officers uh, come out uh, from the safer of the two uh, uh, openings in the deck, um, we are going to leave it there for this week. And the daring adventurers of the Polaris make their way through this combat and stay alive. Wait until next time where there'll be 10 other electrical elementals, but they'll all turn out to be a mirage. See you next week. And then the king came, and then all the king's horses came. Yes, and I was awarded a knighthood. (laughs) Sorry for this. Anna, Anna, are you listening? (laughs) Anna, you can hear. Keep on sailing, everyone. Bye. I've been sneakily doing it at oh the end God. of each one. Um, that's so good. <laughs> it's really cute. You probably said it last week and my brain immediately forgot yeah. everything that ever happened last week.